0: Hey there, I'm Kevin Daisy. And I'm Eric Olson. You're listening to the Managing Partners Podcast, where we interview top lawyers about how they're growing their firms. All right, we are live. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Managing Partners Podcast. I'm Kevin Daisy, and I'll be your host. And today I'm bringing to you someone... That's the expert in answering the phones, and bringing them in here to share tips for your law firm on what it means answering phones, why it's important, tips and tricks, things you need to look out for. And uh, Michelle, welcome. Awesome.
1: Hello, everyone. I'm so excited to be here, Kevin. Thank you so much for having me on.
0: Oh, absolutely. So obviously, on the show, we're majority we interview attorneys, successful ones, how they're growing their and scaling their firms, what they learned along the way, but We also have been bringing in experts outside of of law firms that work with law firms that provide services to law firms, uh, but what they see and how they can help and share some information that can be helpful for y'all. So hopefully you'll find some tactical, helpful tips on the episode today. And always, if you have any questions, you can post comments when this is uh, live and uh, ask us and we'll, we'll be happy to answer your questions. So Michelle, first things first, actually, let me first, let me share, to everyone uh, listening early on here is when you want to check out Jill's office, if you want to check them out, you can go to the address below. If you're listening, it's thisisaray.com. So that's our web address. com forward slash Jill's S J I L L S to check them out. And uh, later on, I'll share a uh, discount code. If you're interested in their service for any reason, uh, and it makes sense for you, we have a discount code so you can get started with them for a discounted rate. So we'll share that here in just a bit. So Michelle, tell me a little bit about yourself, where you're located. And what's the story behind Jill's office?
1: For sure. Thank- all right. So I we are actually based out of the Salt Lake City area. And I, you know, my background I actually got my undergrad in psychology, behavioral science, and then I got my MBA. And I've just always been passionate about the psychology of humans and how that affects business and how um, you know, you market different ways. Obviously, that's your your ground according to how people think and feel. I mean, as um we all think that we're very logical creatures and we are, but we're primarily emotional creatures who justify you know our emotional decisions with logic and so there is so much power in understanding how emotions affect people's decision making um when it comes to what attorney they're going to choose and and um just the science and the art behind that and you know so much of business even though technology you know has lots of other ways to communicate now with you know website chats and on social media and text messaging very various, various sorts of ways Still, the majority of business happens on the phone, and so it's really important um, in your practice to understand what should be happening on the phone to close more deals, to capture your leads, and and just be able to bring in a better return for your business. So that's something I'm super passionate about. You know, especially with attorneys, just because I feel like that. When someone is calling an attorney, they're obviously in some heightened emotional state. I mean, there's usually some sort of tragedy or some sort of um, itch or need in their life that they're needing someone they can really trust to have, that will have a super big impact on either their business or various parts of their life and their families and everything. And so they're very emotionally charged when they call in. And so knowing how to connect with that customer and build that trust over the phone is super important in order to close more deals mm. and grow your business.
0: Yeah. That- a hundred percent super important. And you know that the reaching out and you don't answer or you're late to the phone or how you represent yourself. They're on to the next, if they don't feel comfortable or if you didn't answer at all, maybe it's after hours and you don't have right. uh, a system in place for that. So obviously, you no. Know, you know, with Jill's office, it sounds like obviously you, you deal with phones, but talk about Jill's office right now. Like what is really your day to day and how you're helping a law firm right now if, if they were like a client?
1: Sure. Yeah. So we help them in a variety of ways you know, if you have, if you have a practice, you probably have a phone that rings. And if not, you you need to get one. And I'm sure Array Digital helps you get your phone to ring. So we love working with marketers, but we basically, we can work with firms in a variety of different ways. Um, A lot of them already have some sort of office admin who is their primary receptionist and they love Jill's office. It becomes the office admin's best friend because we just help carry their load as far as, you know, what happens when they are in deep in another project, maybe they help out with invoicing. Or other aspects of the business and they are trying to have some focus time, okay, we'll let it roll over to Jill's and we can be your backup during that time. Or what happens when they're on lunch or sick days or holidays or calls that come in before and after hours. We're a great just kind of backup support to make sure that no call goes unanswered and that every customer and lead gets captured that calls in. And even to your current customers, just to have that um, exceptional customer experience that they're always going to get live help. And so that's how we service the majority of our clients, though we do have a lot of clients that use this as their full-time receptionist and we can do that as well. So we're really there as little or as much as you need. We answer as if we're your actual receptionist for your with your company, we answer with your company name and in that moment we serve as your receptionist and try to um you know Capture the lead, gather all their information, go through some sort of intake in order to see what they're needing help with, and then pass that information on to you. Um, so kind of just that first impression, first defense to to capture the lead.
0: Yeah, that's excellent. So you know in my mind, I'm thinking smaller firm or a startup firm. Maybe that person is like they maybe they just have an admin, but they're they're helping with everything else as well. Or before you even hire that person or a receptionist, it's probably more cost effective to to do something like this. And uh, we've used the service like yours before, and it was amazing. And it helped us a lot. So, uh, you know, missing those calls, if you're a busy attorney and you're trying to grow and then hire people and scale, that's a challenge. So you definitely want to leave enough money on the table and, and miss any calls. But I think it's also how they're handled. We have a client that came on board with us and I was calling to check in with them on something. And we were just about to start some marketing for them and new website and all this other stuff. And I try to call the managing attorney and the the phone tree in the system and <laughs> the experience was terrible. And there was like, it was like a call center, but it was like, you could hear all these people and it was just not professional. It was just really like someone just trying to transfer you to somewhere. And she was working with like really high net worth people in like intellectual property and venture capital. And I okay. was like, I was like, there's no way if I was one of those leads that I would go further than that experience. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't even give them my business. So, you know, let them know, Hey, you probably need to change that right away. So, you know, kind of looking out for those kinds of things because you can market, you can advertise. If that's not tight and the experience is not well, then you're just, you're just losing money out the back door. So sure, super important. And I, I like kind of the idea that it's not just for full time. It might just be, well, the reception has to step away. Maybe there's a meeting, mm-hmm. um, maybe they have people in the, in the waiting area. Right, that they have to chat with and the phone rings and they can't answer that phone because they're talking to a, a client in the office. So, that is something I never really thought about before, but that's huge. That's, I mean, if you're in personal injury, that could be 30 grand, 100 grand. Oh, yeah, million, a million dollars. Right. So, Absolutely. if it's divorce, it could be five, eight, 10 grand for one sure. client, and it'll, I can, or go maybe on they're the list, just but- on.
1: Yeah, I mean, they could be on the other line too. That happens all the, I mean, people seem to call in, in pairs for some reason. So if your receptionist is on the other line, again, that call, you're going to miss that call going to voicemail if, if you don't have a backup. So there's lots of scenarios where it's really smart to have something in place.
0: Interesting. I'm just curious how, how does that work? So like, say my phone system right now I'm on the phone and I only have one person, so there's no, so it's going to go to voicemail or the the tree, right? How do you intercept that extra call coming in and take it over?
1: Yeah. So um, it, it, it works within your call system. Um, you have total control of the forwarding, but what most clients will ha- do is set up conditional call forwarding. So meaning it, it rings your office person first or you first or whoever else is ha- helping out with the phones. And then it just rolls over to us after three or four rings if nobody picks up.
0: Excellent. Awesome. That's cool. We're not a heavy phone volume place over here. So I don't have as much experience in that, but but I know attorneys... <laughs> Ah, uh, the attorneys. I all You know, we talk about phone calls, right? Form fills, how those went, how they were, and and sometimes we have to say, hey, uh, you got this many calls, or you got these chats, or whatever. And they weren't responded to. They weren't answered, and so that's problem because we can send all the leads we want, but if there's an intake you know, I... problem, you know. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I saw this. I was reading a study the other day from the law, um, law technology today. And they were saying that for attorneys, the majority of them, like it was like over, I think it was over 50%, take over three days to respond to a lead. And that just like killed me because You know, in those three days, especially if it's something where they're like, I need help now, you're going to lose them. And so I tell people all the time, have something in place. You know, you're spending money, you're investing in getting marketing done. So make sure you got something in place to actually not only capture the calls, that's important too, but making sure that you're following up on your web leads or, you know, any Google ads you're doing or Facebook ads or whatever it may be, even if it's a billboard. I mean, just make sure you've got something in place to actually follow up promptly with with the leads that come in, and I mean, the good thing about when I hear numbers like that, though, is it also is such an opportunity that those that are doing it, you're going to be way ahead of the game of everyone else because the, your competition probably is not calling them back. So if you actually call back, you're you're going to get a better closing ratio. And same thing on the inbound, you know, thirty five percent. It was saying thirty five percent of. Um, attorney calls get missed. So that's one third of the calls that come into attorney business are getting missed. And again, there's just a great opportunity there. If you've got something in place to make sure every call gets answered, you're gonna better convert.
0: Man, that's crazy. That's pretty crazy stats. Hey there, this is Eric J. Olson, the CEO of Array Law. If you're ready to work with a world-class digital marketing company, reach out. You can find us online at arraylaw.com or call us at any time. 757 333 3021. You listening, whoever that I'm pointing at, if you're one of those people, you better change that right now. I don't, you know, whether you talk with Michelle's company or not, do something in the house. But yeah, it's a lot of times we, we see a lot of those things miss, fall to the cracks. And yeah, people are not going to wait, especially if it's a, a situation. Right that they're in, they're going to go to the next and move on. So, and this is, I kind of like what you're saying too. Like this isn't just with phone calls. Like this is a problem. This is with everything. If you get a, a Google review, if it's a five-star review, mm-hmm. you got to respond, thank them, whatever you got to say. If it's a one star, you got to respond, be professional, take it offline and uh, assist them as much as you can. But those are timely things. You can't get a review like five that you got five years ago. <laughs> it's just, it's not gonna work. If you do social media and people comment and you don't respond, if they message you on Facebook because you have uh, allowed that and you missed that message, people can, you know, message you on Facebook and say, hey, I'm interested or I need this. There's all these channels that we have now. And what people do is they, yeah, we need a profile on this. We need a profile on that. Instagram, blah, 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 blah. And then you forget to realize that people are, they could use that channel to reach out. Google right. my business. You can message on there and inquire, ask questions. And most of the things are completely unmonitored with most firms that I see. So, you know, we fill some of those gaps that I just mentioned, but it's those things have to be as a business, as a law firm, you have to do all that stuff. Right. Just like you have a nice office and you put a suit on and you have a business card. And I'm not saying all law firms have to have a suit and all that stuff. Actually, I, I appreciate the ones that are the opposite of that, but those are things that you have to do. To run a business successfully. And, right. and so it gets overwhelming. There's a lot of crap out there, but obviously the phone calls are probably the top of that list. You, if you don't answer the phone and do it fast and properly, then you're missing a lot of revenue.
1: Right. And I I think a huge key to that is just smart delegation because, you know, it is overwhelming knowing all the things you need to do to run a successful business and you should not be doing it all. Even though you can do it all, you shouldn't be doing it all because you need to use um, your mental space to and what you and you alone can do in being able to, you know, <laughs> work those deals and, and be able to practice theater a lot. And that's where your brain power should be spent. And so making sure that you've got someone in place to delegate all these other things to so you can take it out of your headspace. I mean, we all have a limited headspace, and the more you can free up your brain. So on what your, you know, best thing that you can do for your business, then the better you're going to be at your trade because, you know, you've got the time to actually do it and the mental energy to do it. And I mean, another thing we're really passionate about here at Jill's office is work-family balance. You know, it's like we want to make sure that people have time that they can, as much as they can, turn off work when they go home and and know that those to-dos have been done as much as possible and that they don't have to worry if their phone rings again, that someone's going to get it. They don't have to step away from, you know, some other activity that they're engaged in. And that's a huge part of just your happiness and also your success. I think you work better if you do have that balance in your life.
0: A hundred percent. Yeah. Dropping the ball or, you know, feeling like you failed somebody or you didn't get back to them. That's that weighs on you. Right. Yeah. I love the example we ever intend to do.
1: Right. I mean, I love the example of Steve Jobs and, and Mark Zuckerberg followed the same thing that they, if you look at their pictures, they're literally wearing like the same thing all the time. Like Steve Jobs always wore a black turtleneck and jeans. I think mean, Mark wears, gosh, jeans and I said a gray shirt. I can't remember, but just they're simple a out there, right? Yeah. yeah. And they talked about how they actually consciously did that. So that was one less decision they had to make every day so that they could save their, because uh, there is a, such a thing called decision fatigue that as the more decisions you make, the the, you know, the lower the quality is going to be just because you're, you only have so much capacity. So again, that's the more you can delegate out. So you're not having to make the decision, even if it's just making a decision of how to handle that call and, you know, how to put on your A game and um, at every moment on that call, it just, it saves your energy again for what is most important for you to do.
0: Yeah. So for me, uh, me and my business partner, Eric, uh, we got these polos and I got mostly black or some blue. I got a gray one, I think, but we call it the outfit. And
1: I love it. You I, yeah. I got uniform.
0: Like, I got a bunch in my closet and that's a, that yeah. and jeans. Or like today I had a, a in-person meeting as like a law firm administrator group. And so I got slacks and polo, but.
1: Oh, nice. <laughs> okay. But you know, you don't it have makes to make it easy. that decision again. Yeah. It makes
0: it easy. Yeah. I mean, if I'm going to some nice event, you know, I'll put a suit on, but it's just the, the space we live in. But but no, that's a good point. And kind of, you know, obviously in this, on this podcast, we talk about business a lot and ways to grow your firm and, and what others are doing and when I, we were talking backstage you know Jill's office you guys are growing very successfully over a hundred and staff so you have some scale and can help you know law firms probably any size and you said you, know, you, you guys just hired like seven people this week or something just like today. that today, no, just today Today,
1: yeah it's- <laughs> <So> <laughs> I think guys
0: mentioned that I mean that's, that's impressive
1: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, we want to make sure we're answering calls as promptly as possible. We know, nobody likes to wait on hold a long time. So we're constantly bringing new employees on just to make sure that our answer times are as fast as possible. And I mean, we put all our new deals through our three week boot camp in customer service. You know, a lot of people don't realize actually how much training should go into who answers their phones. Because again, that is the front door to your business, uh, that and your website, you know, and you're going to make that first impression with that client who could make or break, you know, that, hundred thousand dollar deal if you know that's how big that client is worth to you and so making sure that they understand you know how do you talk to different personality types because there is a little change in what you focus on your speed how much information you give about different parts of the business according Mm -hmm. to what their personality is knowing how to use your phone voice to show empathy on the phone and how to match the caller as far as you know the if their emotional state, whether they're they're excited, distressed, and learning how to identify that and kind of match it. All these things make a difference in you being able to connect with the caller and and knowing how to gather information. For instance, you know, people are really wary giving their email address. So always give attaching a reason to why they should give their email and and not make it a yes Mm -hmm. or no question, but assume they're going to give it and just give the reason why there's lots of little things like that, that again, can just help make sure you're actually capturing the lead. And even if you don't close them immediately, that you've got their information to continue the conversation. I mean, again, in the study I was reading the other day, they were saying that 84% of law firms do not gather the email on the call. And again, that just like kills me because all the (laughs) follow-up and all the potential you can do with that client. I mean, you know, email is gold. And then almost, and like 45% of them didn't even get their phone number. Obviously, you know, with caller ID, it's not always a big deal, but but if you have make sure you know get that permission to text them, you can follow up with the text. There's so many valuable things you can do by making sure you at least are gathering their information on the call, and that's something that we train all our receptionists in is just kind of, is the, the signs of all these different things that you need to make sure you're doing on every phone call um, to to be- bring a better return.
0: That's awesome. Maybe I need to go through that boot camp.
1: <laughs> yeah come on over come to utah we'll train you but <laughs> i'm sure that's, you know, yeah, all that's all important, you know. <laughs>
0: yeah yeah i mean i'm, I'm assuming law firms you're you hire high receptionist i've had i've had them before but you you give them a little bit of yeah answer like this say this and i i talk to some law firms that i'm calling that are clients and of course i get the gatekeeper even though they're already a client they're not usually the best experiences they're kind of rude or they don't sound very inviting at least so and at that point, they don't really know who I am. So, you know, it's I see that quite often. But so I think I'll tell you, having that that skills and and knowledge is important versus just you know blah 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 law firm. You know, right, right. You know, you're expecting. You know, they're, they're you're going out of your way for them. You know, for some reason.
1: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I mean, from personal experience, we we've been shopping around for a corporate attorney for our office just the past few months, and the one that we decided to go with it was their receptionist. That was that first. I mean, we had had we had talked with a few others, but the receptionist just like super impressed me with how friendly she sounded on the phone, how responsive she was. She followed up with an email, um, and you know schedule schedule that meeting with the attorney, and and then the attorney itself, and just how responsive he was, and how I felt like. He really understood our situation and genuinely wanted to help us. And we are paying more for him than some of the other ones we talked about because of the value of knowing he's going to be responsive and we want someone responsive. And just knowing that feeling like we can really trust him and he understands us. And that's what made the decision. It wasn't a question in price. It was a question in who is the one that we're going to be most comfortable working with and that we feel like we can really trust that's going to help us. And um, I'm assuming for the majority of shoppers, that's what they're looking for, especially when it comes to an attorney. what you're doing is just so vital to whatever part of their life you're helping with.
0: Uh, yeah, absolutely. And the higher value, I think, type of case or practice area, the more that makes sense to me. Right. So that makes a lot of sense because you got to think about that first impression, right? Is how are they going to do work with my, my needs or my case or my matters that I have? Are they going to be organized? Mm-hmm. Are they going to respond to me? Basically, are they a well-run business with systems and processes in place? And if the phone's answered weird or there's not someone to answer the phone and they don't follow back up, then you're like, yeah, you know, and that's the same thing with like my business, right? If we don't do all those things and you're going to hire me to do your marketing for a year or more, you're going to want those things in place and that they, they okay. They seem right? competent, they're follow up. They have a system that says a lot of positive things. Um, yeah. And I'll tell you, anyone who's way. listening
1: yeah. I mean, anyone who's listening and doesn't use Kevin right now, Kevin, I I've been on several podcasts. I have never seen anyone with an amazing amount of follow-up and you know, all your emails and communication as you. So I'm like, and again, that impressed me. I'm like, this guy knows his stuff. This guy is going to take care of me if he does his marketing. So it does, it sends a message, but you need to make sure you're doing that same thing with with your own practice and especially when they're a new client, because what's going on in my head when I'm shopping for someone and they aren't being responsive is okay. I've got this money. I am wanting to pay you it. And if you're not responding to me now, what happens when something goes wrong? What happens when I have a problem? I need your help desperately right now. If you're not responding when I'm shopping, then when you already know you have me, how's your response level? It's going to be even lower. And so that sending a message, and again, it's making helping me decide if I'm going to trust someone to do business with this attorney, is just how well are they communicating? How responsive is their team? When I call in, am I getting someone to answer? And do I feel like I'm being heard? And that's super important. You don't want to feel like your call is going to dead air, or just to a voicemail that might take three to 10 days to respond to, you know?
0: No, uh, 100%. And I appreciate the comments, but kind of back to you, like, we have a process. We have a whole, you know, plan and process and I, and we delegate. I have assistants and people. And if it looks like it came from me, it probably didn't. But um, <laughs> you know, that's <laughs> built on purpose, right? Mm-hmm. And it's to make sure that you're going to show up and we got your headshot for this and we got your bio and information and whatever else we wanted, but and we're going to follow up with you about 10 more times to make sure you share our episode and you're going to be featured you know, you'll be featured in the newsletter and you'll get all these updates. So, that's all part of a process. And so Right.
1: And it sends a message. It sends a message that I'm important and you're, you know, this or client is important. You care about them. You have the time to help them. And that's going to help me make that decision that I want to do more business with this person, or I want more, you know, attorney legal help from them. It sends a total message.
0: Yeah. And hundred percent. And if there attorneys listening, if you're like, say a soul, solo, right. You can use automation. You can use someone like Jill's office. And you can personal assistance for certain things like you can do a mix of those things don't automate everything right don't do that right but, and if you you kind of mix it just right and it's like man these people are all over it like they' they're everywhere so you know do what works best for you make sure even if you're solo you're taking care of these things I think when you're solo it's even more important because you miss a call or you're in court right that's even you're a solo oh, with yeah. no assistant <laughs> you know you're really trying to get started. It's not worth to, make, to miss that call. That's for sure. And a pretty good chance you're going to.
1: <laughs> so, right. And I mean, one call that. can pay for a whole year of whatever that service is. You know, if you're just closing even just one extra deal, and some, you know, depending on how big the deal is. So it's it's really a no brainer to get something in place, whether you use Jills or, you know, a VA or whatever it is, get something in place just to make sure that you've got that covered. And it's one less thing you have to stress about.
0: Yeah, 100%. I'm going to go um, take a look at our phone system now and see what we're. Where we're missing the, the boat. <laughs> well, Michelle, all helpful stuff makes sense to me. I see a lot of problems with attorneys firsthand because when they become clients, we kind of take a look at that that stuff too. Maybe even like mystery shop and uh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: see what that experience is like because again, we if we're sending them traffic or leads, then we're not helping them or ourselves if. The phone's not being answered. Big takeaways. I'll go ahead and share, uh, everyone. If if you are interested in Jill's, at least check them out. If you just use the link below, it'll take you to their website. It just happens to be our link that'll take you there. But you can check them out, see what they're about. This is the ray.com forward slash Jill's. And you can check that out. And if you want to sign up for them now or in the future, we have a code that they created for us. I appreciate that. I think it's $250 off. So if you sign up with them, they just use the code array. So A-R-R-A-Y and you'll get 250 bucks off and you can try them out and see if it is a good fit for you. Michelle, anything you want to add to that?
1: I love it. I mean, one last takeaway I'll tell you that everyone should be doing, whether it's your receptionist or you on your calls when you're talking to your clients is, is the power of using their name. I know it's a basic thing, but a lot of people don't consciously think about it. Um, You know, Dale Carnegie in his classic book Uh, how to win friends and influence people said, you know, uh, someone's name is to them the most important sound in the world. And they've actually done MRIs of people's brains and Like said a variety of names, and when they said the person's own name, literally chemical things happen in the brain, like their the dopamine and the serotonin go off, and it just releases all these hormones of more happiness and trust. So when you do, when you're on the phone, consciously use their name at least once. We tell a receptionist try to use it two times at least, and again that's going to help establish that trust and that relationship that will hopefully last long term, if they're already your client is, you know, maintain that. And if it's a new one, um, it, it does help make a difference.
0: That's a huge tip. I appreciate that at the yeah. end there. So use the So yeah, if you answer the phone, get their name, repeat their name, Say right their name. That's huge. That's something I feel like I knew that and probably haven't used it in practice. So but I don't know. I'll, have, I'll check myself on that one. <laughs> I'm a bit of a people person. So I, I see people out and about. I know people's names. I feel like I I use that in person, but I don't know about on the phone. So great tip to get started with, for sure. That's huge. Awesome.
1: Yeah, thanks, right. Kevin. It was so fun being here with you today and for everyone listening in.
0: Yeah, no, thank you so much for sharing. Everyone that obviously the phone's super important for firms. So if take a look, audit what you're doing. Uh maybe call your own firm from someone else's phone and see what the experience is like. And I've, oh, yeah. I've had people do that and, and you'll be pretty surprised. Hopefully you're not. Hopefully you're impressed and, and everything's good, but if not, either make some changes or fix it or reach out to Michelle's company, uh, Jill's office. And I guess that's it. If anyone needs help, any marketing assistance, have questions, it doesn't matter. You can LinkedIn me. Of course you can go to thisisarray.com. Uh, we have all the episodes from this podcast there. We've had Ben Glass, Ken Hardison. Tons of amazing guests all the way from expert level to solo practitioners that might be in your exact practice area. So you can sort by state, you can sort by practice, find great episodes. And soon, I think I'm going to add a category for industry experts like Michelle here. So we'll have a category for that as well. And so in that, it's going to be, we have cybersecurity episode that we just had released. We have Michelle's episode here. I have another one that helps uh, lawyers with their time management and their calendars. So all kinds of good stuff. If you have any ideas for episodes or people you'd like to see on the show, reach out. If you're an imagining partner and you're like, oh, I'd love to be on that show, reach out. You can LinkedIn me, Kevin Daisy on LinkedIn, and I'll be happy to respond to you and get you on the show. So that's it. Michelle, anything else you want to say before we go?
1: Awesome. No, just thank you so much. This is so fun.
0: Awesome. Well, hang on with me, everyone else. Have a good day. Go grow your law firms and go help people. And we'll see you soon. We've been recording this podcast free of charge for years. Hopefully, you're getting amazing value out of it. We don't ask for much, but would you do us one favor? Would you tell just one person about this podcast? If you get any value whatsoever, all we ask, and we'd greatly appreciate it, is share the podcast with one person just like you.